Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin Show, episode 104. Coming at you from the Mean Your True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pierre, Wisconsin. I'm host and producer Eric Fisher, the Big E. Joining me in studio this week, we've got Sean Klosterman, member of the Tywood 22 crew. Sean, how are you doing this week? Doing good. How are you? Fantastic. And at some point joining us will be Secretary Shauna. She is taking care of some business with Carolyn right now. So they're doing a little bit of a girls' night out in the other room. So at some point she'll be popping in. But till then, it's just the two of us. And with that, let's get into it right away. Uh, first, we got to thank our awesome sponsors. First of all, and I know we're going to talk about this throughout the episode. Rage and Pro Wrestling, RPW, Redemption 2 was at Big Apple Pub and Grill in Manswalk over the weekend. Absolute blast. If you haven't seen our TikTok, uh, go Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok about kind of like a little recap. Sean made an awesome video. Mm-hmm. She made a great um, video. Kind of just highlighting the match itself and Ramsey and I being in the ring. So awesome show again. They've got another one coming up that we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, RPW Extravaganza 2. Tickets already on sale for that one. Uh, a little bit of a different, we'll make a bigger announcement later, uh, but a little bit of a different schedule on that one. That one will be starting at 6.30 on April 29th because they have 10 stacked matches as opposed to the usual like 8 or 9. So instead of a 7 o'clock start, they'll start a little bit early at 6.30 that night. Tickets available at Look Sharp in the Fox River Mall, also the Watering Hole, and then RageandProWrestling.com. Check them out if you haven't. You know, we say this all the time. Best way to spend $30. It's just, and tickets are going fast once again. Um, a lot of front row seats already gone for that one. We'll be there and can't wait to be there again. Uh, but thanks to their hospitality over the weekend, it was a great show. Um, like I said, I'm sure we'll talk about it more throughout the show. Also, another piece of news. Um, if you haven't already seen it, and if you can, Sean and I are jumping in the Polar Plunge for Special Olympics Wisconsin. That is February 25th. Uh, looking for donations on that. If you can if you can afford to, please consider doing so. Proceeds go to Special Olympics Wisconsin, making athletes' dreams come true so they can participate in the Special Olympics. Awesome program. Awesome event. Um, Sean and this will be Sean and my third time doing it, second year in a row. Can't wait to be back in there. Every year, though, it's like, you know, I always realize we kind of we do it, and then it's like, oh, I don't need to do this till next year. Right. And then we forget about how mm-hmm. cold and miserable I mean, it is for like, it the... It can't be as bad as it was last year, though. Last year, I See, think... See, we was... say that, but... But last year was so bad because it was so cold. The wind. If it wasn't for that right. damn wind. Right. Anyway, so little announcement there. Um, I think that's all for the... The big news, we've also got our friends over at MonkeyKnifeFight.com and the Monkey Knife Fight app. Big Super Bowl weekend, playing along with the contest. If you pay attention and you download the app, they've got pop-up contests where you can get bonus multipliers, so check them out. Also, friends over at Raise Energy, RepSports.com, code ROOT4, R-O-O-T, number 4, RepSports.com, 15% off any order with that code. New products all the time. Be sure to check them out. Their social media is awesome. Um, got to check out our friends over there with that, Sean, we can get right into talking sports and talk about what we had rooted for. That is brought to you by fanatics over 300 plus powered stores fanatics, show your love for your team, whether you're on top of the world or in a little bit of a rebuild, find your love for your team. NASCAR is coming up. They've got NASCAR. They've got WWE, one of the hottest products out there right now. 
football, baseball, basketball, NBA, NCAA, NFL, MLB, Super Bowl gear, spring training gear for baseball, hockey gear with the playoffs coming up, NBA All-Star gear coming up. It's all there. Check them out. And also you can use the link in my Instagram bio, adfishjx20, and get a little bit of discount there too. So Ooh. check them out. And that brought, brings you to what we had rooted for. And, Sean, if you don't mind, I'll take the lead on this one. Yep, go right ahead. Um, spoiler alert, going RPW. Uh, we had talked about it pretty heavily in the show last week towards the end. And, and honestly, I mean, they've been going at this for about a year. This was kind of the, the go-around two. So you'll notice RPW Redemption mm-hmm, 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, April show is RPW Extravaganza 2, which will be one full year of me and Ramsey and the Root for Wisconsin show being involved with Rage and Pro Wrestling. Um Really, again, for for the money that you're paying in, the $30 for the front row tickets, $10 like general admission, though, you really can't have more fun. I mean, the you know, it's just a fun night of of watching wrestling. You see some top talent coming through. They've got people who in Ohio Valley wrestling, OVW, one of the former big WWE development uh, ones. They've got people coming in from NWA. They've got people coming in from AEW, Impact. WWE. You name it. People yeah. who've been on WWE within the last year. Actually, the last RPW Extravaganza. Um, Chelsea Green was there last year. Mm-hmm. And that's within a calendar year. And now she's back on WWE programming. So you never know who you're going to see coming through the door. Uh, we've got a big announcement for RPW coming up a little bit later in the show. Uh, can't wait to announce that. But just, again, awesome product. Awesome matches on Saturday night. Um Really, you know, it's it's WrestleMania season. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE's been on fire lately, too, with the Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and Sami Zayn storylines, all, you know, totally different culminating. And just, you know, it's it's when WWE's on, the rest of the industry is on. And nothing speaks louder than that than the product that we saw at a sold-out Big Apple Pub and Grill um, in Manitowoc and hope, hoping to sell out again at the watering hole in april be sure to check it out i'm sure we'll have more and more content from that as we get closer but in the meantime like i said get the tickets now put it in the schedule make it happen so that's my report sean yeah i was very disappointed i didn't get to go i got sick on saturday so very disappointed i didn't get to go but i think i think i mentioned the balls beater run on that happened up up north this weekend so what the hell is a balls beater run so the balls beater run is everybody takes their old vintage snowmobiles on the snowmobile trail and goes from bar to bar and they got it it's what did what did the lady say it was their 24th year 23rd year that they've done it and there's 10 bars and you get a stamp at each bar kind of thing and it enters you to win raffle prizes and door prizes from every every bar. There's bucket raffles, everything. So it had a very good turnout. A lot of friends friends went, and so most of the time, none of the sleds actually make it because <laughs> they're only used the one time a year. But it was it was a great turnout. That is some Wisconsin up north shit, right? But that sounds like it would have been a fun, uh, fun time. Uh, had. Health and Great. other events not led up to it. But anyway, with the positives do come the negatives. And that leads us to our Tyler Hero Noogie of the Week. Actually, no, I'll wait till later in the show for that. Tyler Hero Noogie of the Week. Uh, positives and the negatives. 
you know. Can I go first? You can. Because I think you go. you're probably going to go with this one too. I'm going to go Kyrie Irving. See, I'm not. I wasn't going to go on that one. Yeah. What? What? What's the point of what he's been doing here? I mean, he's requested a trade for the third time now. Is he just just not happy in what he was, what he's doing? Should just be done with basketball or? Yeah, you know, I really I don't understand what his whole what his whole thing is. If anybody can figure out Kyrie Irving, right. let us know. Right. Let let ESPN know, let TNT know, because I don't think anybody has any idea. No, nobody has whatsoever. Um I didn't have a huge problem with it because I can only imagine that I can I'm sure there's a lot of dysfunction in that locker room and that, oh, that I, environment. I'm and I'm gonna be on record saying I don't think it's all Kyrie. No, I don't think and, it is either. But And I'm gonna say I don't even think most of it at this point. Like at this point, Aside from the whole COVID thing last year, Kyrie's actually been pretty – well, I shouldn't say that, um, given this, the, the controversy a couple weeks ago or a couple right. months ago. But all things considered, like Kyrie's not really much of a problem per se anymore. I mean, he's not missing games. He's not missing practice. He's healthy. And when he's healthy, he's still probably one of the top three or four point guards in the league. Can finish at the rim with at will. Yeah, but um, still, he's got it. He signed there. He made a commit. I, you know. You know, as a fan, I was actually really hoping that he was gonna end up in L.A. Yeah. Did you see the whole thing about the Brooklyn GM didn't want him to go to L.A. Yeah, they didn't want him to go where they wanted where he right. where, where he wanted to go. That was his top destination. And quite frankly, you know that any package was gonna have um, Kyrie and it was gonna bring back Russell Westbrook. Right. So I'm sure KD didn't want that at all, and. It makes sense why he didn't end up there. However, like I said, just for my sake, I wish he would have went there because LeBron. But yeah, that I don't have a huge problem with wanting out of that organization. I'm sure. I don't know how well it's going to work in Dallas, though. Well, he's going to have a lot of free time to investigate the JFK assassination. Really? It's a really common joke. I had to. Really? If he can figure it out, man, I'm I'm all for it. Sure. I, I do think, uh, real talk, though, I think it's going to be a really interesting combo between him and uh, Luca because they're very both ball-dominant. Right. And from a ba- from a strictly basketball perspective, that's either going to work gangbusters in a fairly wide-open West mm-hmm. that, especially with uh, Steph going down with possible torn ligaments in his leg. Right. Um, you don't really have a clear-cut, experienced favorite in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think, I mean, for Dallas' sake, I think it's an interesting move. Um, right, for this half-year rental or whatever. The right. I think they gave up entirely too much for a half-year rental because you know Kyrie's not going to sign there. He's going to L.A. Right. That's there's the Clippers or right. Lakers. You don't know which one. But. Um, so, yeah, just an interesting situation, the whole the whole, the whole front. Um, what you got? You know... I think I'm going to have to stay with NASCAR. And I know I kind of gave it one of them last week. I was not. A, I, I tried watching The Clash. And just. It was so boring. Because you, you're on the gas for two seconds. Mm-hmm. And then you're off. And then it's, it is just boring to watch. Just couldn't get into it. Um, I'm also going with the Wisconsin Badgers. Specifically. Chucky Hepburn. And I know that. like I usually try to stay away from. Uh, teams and players that we're going to talk about. Throughout the episode. But. Watching their game Sunday night, I, it's just so frustrating because you know 
the sense that so Wisconsin ends up losing to Northwestern. I think I can't remember the final score. I think it was a three ends up being a three point game. Okay. Um, Wisconsin had opportunities to take the lead each of its last three possessions and failed to do so because Chucky Hepburn played outside the offense, didn't play the swing offense, didn't pass. You knew Chucky Hepburn was going to launch up a shot. And I thought about this over the weekend and kind of voiced this out on Twitter and had some interesting conversation with some of our, our listeners and some of the people that I know through radio and people who follow along with me on that. But, you know, you think about, like, the great Badger guards, even of our our lifetime, mm-hmm. right? You think of, like, Trayvon Hughes, you think Jordan Taylor, you think Josh Gosser. These guys who had big moments in big spots scoring-wise, they had, you know, Bronson Caning. Right. You know, another one that comes to mind. And you think of all these guards who had these great moments, but it's because they played within the offense. Mm-hmm. They weren't playing iso ball, top of the key, forcing up a contested 15-foot jumper that, yes, he, you know, did he get fouled in there on one of them? Absolutely. But when you're forcing the shot, you're not going to get bailed out a whole lot of times, especially not right. the Big Ten. Right. So the fact that everyone in the gym knew that Chucky was pass- was not going to pass, that he was the one going to take that shot, when you had Connor Cesian and – Others, I mean, Tyler Walls kind of struggled a little bit as a senior here too, but Connor Sejian, the the baby t- face assassin, the three point shooter, wide open, mm-hmm. doing the offense, you know, curling up on top of the arc and having a wide open look, but instead you've got a contested turnaround fade away from Chucky Hepburn three possessions in a row. You think you get them bent? Like you, they're gonna? I don't sit think, them for a game. Or? I don't think so. Which is really disheartening because Wisconsin, as it sits right now, according to all you know, most bracketology mm-hmm. things, probably not in the NCAA tournament right now. Yeah, but you said they're right on the cusp or something. Yeah, like they're that, right? depending on where you look, they're usually a top, you know, first four out, last four in, mm-hmm. and obviously, depending on how their March goes and and the rest of February here, you know, there's still a month and a half left of season where they can turn that around. But they're a limited team the way it is. Where they don't have a whole lot of you know upperclassmen, they don't really have that go-to scorer like they did last year mm-hmm. um, in Johnny Davis. They just you know there just seems to be something kind of missing. But at the same time, you sit here and you look at it and like, Chucky Hepburn's a good player. He mm-hmm. had a lot of comparisons to Devin Harris right. and Michael Finley when they were both freshmen because he was one of the first freshman guards to start. I think he was the first freshman to start the opening game at Wisconsin since Devin Harris. And that, that's big shoes to fill. And by all means, I mean, Chucky Hepburn has answered the call a lot of times. But I think the problem, and he's only a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So, but I think the problem lies with, I think he he's a good player that thinks he's great. And the, I don't the, think the he's hero there ball yet. Kind of thing? Yeah, you know, I just don't think he's there yet. I think he possibly could be. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to rule that out, but it's just, like I said, when you when you don't play within the offense and Wisconsin is a very slow down, basically polar opposite of iso ball and the, the basketball culture that we know across AAU and the one and duns like Duke, Kentucky, et cetera. Right. It's just one of those things where it's like, what are you doing? The offense will get you an open shot at some point. Right. 
So run the offense. Run and... the offense. The offense is designed. I mean, every offense is designed to get an open shot. But, you know, you've got one of the better coach teams mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. But you've got to play within it. You've right. got to trust that. I mean, you held Northwestern. I think I can't remember what the final score was, but you held them in check. Not that they're, you know, the end all be all of, of college basketball either, but you kept the game close. But once it got tight and kind of down the stretch, you lost your way on it. So right. that's my big noogie. Um, like I said, a little bit of one to NASCAR for the, the clash. I just think we can kind of stop that. College. They did have a full crowd, so probably won't stop anytime soon. No, probably not. But I could sit here and, and complain about it. So I have a mic in my hand, so I'm going to. Right. <laughs> Um, beyond that though, I really can't think of 54, 52 was the mm. final score of that game on Sunday. So, oh, do we give another noogie to the pro bowl and, you know, we're not, we're not even going to touch that one. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought about that cause it, it is a joke, but like I said, you know, at least they embraced how much of a joke it is. Yes. Like we talked about and last week. I think leading into it, I think they're going to kind of stick with this format. It didn't. It wasn't awful. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. You know, I wasn't. I you know it wasn't like must watch TV, but I had it on on Sunday for a little bit. It was. Did, did they have the players mic'd up? Like I like, genuinely what, couldn't um, tell you. I know. I know. You know what I'm talking about for the like, yeah, yeah, MLB yeah. games. I don't think they had it like the MLB does. Because that would have been that would be something cool too. But like, could you imagine George Kittle mic'd up as he's playing flag football? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> but I do gotta give the. I mean, you know. I'm actually going to give the NFL a little bit of credit for this idea. As bad and tough to watch at times as it was. So like I said, I had it on. I gave it a try. Were the skills competitions any good? I didn't watch. Uh, watch I didn't watch much, much of it. Of it. You didn't I, I watched of mostly just the flag game, and I saw the highlights of the different skills competitions on social media. But I will give the NFL credit on this front and this front alone. A, in the sense that I think they're going to have an interesting product here that I think because it was such a, a weak game the way it was where people weren't playing it out fully anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you really haven't had that since that, that infamous Sean Taylor hit on the punter right? that went around social media on Sunday, as it does every year. But mm-hmm. um, at least they're being honest and upfront about it. You know, yeah. It's not like you're putting on pads and... Nobody wants to go to it anymore, which, I mean, most people don't. Like The starting the quarterbacks of the Pro Bowl were Tyler Huntley, Derek Carr, who got benched, Tyler Huntley for the Ravens, who was mm-hmm. their backup, who threw two touchdowns all season. Right. And I know I'm forgetting the other one for the AFC. And then the NFC, you had Kirk Cousins, which had a pretty good year, I yeah. guess. Geno Smith, who, again, had a pretty good year, all things considered. Mm-hmm. And I'm forgetting their other one too. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just it didn't matter. But I will say this, as mentioned, um, to the NFL's credit, where I think that they maybe actually have something here, is the fact that I mean, it's not impossible to get injured anytime you do yeah. something physical. Yeah. It is possible, um, especially you know if you're playing on turf, and we all know the mm-hmm. players' thoughts on turf. Um, I do think you might get some of the the big names back at some point. Obviously, depending if they're going against the the pro am like they did this year with you know Aaron right. Rodgers and Josh Allen and well, I seen something too. Um, and here's a question for you: that 
to put it in the middle of the season and give them give the guys another bye week. Give use it as another as another bye week in the middle of the season so that everybody's in shape, everybody's ready to go. I think you'd have less participation. You think so? I really do because I don't I don't think there'd be any incentive for guys to but, not have, you know, because where I mean yes, you know, it's it's always been at the end of the year and guys are like, "Oh yeah, I've got an injury and I'm not going." Um if that's in the middle of the year and they have an extra bye week out of it, I think you'd almost have to build in two bye weeks, one for the event and then one for like a weekend okay. after for like a yeah. true bye. Yeah. And I don't think the NFL is going to do that because that's going to push the the Super Bowl starts almost March. The way it is, so with that in mind, but you started a week, couple weeks earlier. I mean, start the season. Well, then you're going to put training camp in almost June. So you still have four months to be done. I suppose. I guess I just. I don't know. I don't. That, I don't... that was just something I had seen, that the, just to push it up. Or put it in the middle of the season. And... I just don't know if you'd get the. I don't know if you'd get the participation on it either way. You don't think so? I feel like you would. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I really haven't. I, just food for thought. I'm just thinking about it as we speak, and I kind of go back and forth on because I think it. You know, you think about like all the other sports, like their All Star game is mm-hmm. in the middle of the season, and you know, at some point you do get the the participation. Football is a totally different animal. I don't know. I don't know. That is an issue. Maybe, maybe you are right. You know, now I'm thinking, I'm thinking about loud about it. It's just one of those things. I don't know how you'd schedule it. Yeah. That'd be the only, that'd thing. be the toughest part of it. Now that, you know, thinking about it, because you either have to start like a week early or two weeks early or just get rid of preseason. Well, I don't think the NFLPA would ever completely no. get rid of it just because no. I think there's so many guys that make rosters based on that. Yeah, I know. But, I wouldn't complain if that's the route they went. But. Right. Anyway, so Tyler Hero of the Week is in the books. Um, I don't think we have a draft this week. We didn't really plan no, we didn't out. really plan a draft. Uh, so we'll skip the draft this week. Our Wisconsin web story, or not necessarily a weird Wisconsin web story, a couple things we got to go through this week. One, on a wholesome note, um, we talked about it last episode. Uh, we'll talk about it again tonight. Uh, we are going to be having a route for Wisconsin Prize package at that Gillette Surring, um, William Britsky benefit basketball game. A uh, second grader from Gillette who is battling kidney failure and medical bills piling up, as I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure very real for that family. And uh, credit to the small town of Gillette and the surrounding small towns of the donations and everything kind of coming with that and coming together to try to raise money. I guess I've I heard, I don't I can't confirm this number, but as it is already, I think they've already raised $10,000. It's right, right around there. It's very, um, very close to it. And that's an awesome number. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, when you're depending, you know, obviously you know, the whole thing depends on insurance stuff, not to bring it down, but that's a drop in the bucket right. for some of those costs of, of, you know, being in the hospital, being on dialysis and, travel to mm-hmm. and from to go visit for the parents and everything that kind of goes with that. So um, awesome, but you know, bucket raffles going to be at that game. I can confirm a couple of them already. Um, big shout out to the Milwaukee Brewers who I'd worked with to get a buck, a bucket raffle, big shout out to the Green Bay Rockers and the Green Bay Blizzard. Are, I think are also going to be contributing one title town district uh, shout out to them. Those are just the ones that I personally know 
mm-hmm. are going to be contributing. I'm sure there's others. Oh, like yeah, there's going to be plenty of them. Um, so February 23rd, Jill at Wisconsin, Jill at high school, be there for the benefit game. Uh, personally, will not be able to attend just from another work commitment, but I think I think I'm going to be there. So. If you can um, be there, great. Sean will be there signing autographs. All proceeds going to the William Britsky uh, game as well. But in all seriousness, um, it's been very nice to see the, the, you know, yes. the hometowns coming together for a tragedy. Well, tragedy the right word. A tough circumstance. Tough, sir. Um, a tough situation, but coming together and, and trying to make it a brighter situation. Mm-hmm. So that's one story. Also got to talk. Um, another just typical Wisconsin thing, sturgeon spearing coming up this weekend, Lake Winnebago. We talked last weekend about what the timber rattlers are doing for the, uh, Lake Winnebago shanty men, their tributes to sturgeon spearing, just a really tip like of all the places I, I, you know, I don't know if anybody else knows kind of what entails with it. It's a, just a, I'm sure I've never gone to it. I really want to go one year. It's, it's a totally different animal. It's, I've seen seen videos and I don't know how how people do it. Sit in the dark all day. You sit in the dark all day. You drink beer basically, and then in a in a hole as big as this table in front yeah. of you. You've got a, what, and a don't six fall foot in. hole that you're looking down in for dinosaur basically. Right. Um. With with a little fish on or a lure on a stick. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then you have a pitchfork basically mm-hmm. to go after it. Um, obviously great for, you know, population control. Um, don't need PETA getting after us, but, right. um, population control for, and yeah, for a fish that's older than your grandparents, well, fish that's older than your grandparents, grandparents, right. you know, that species, like I said, they're literal dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, it's a, I would say a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're kind of talking about a species that's that old and, Whatever, but you also have to keep the population in control and all that too. So because I think think there's a cutoff for how many there is. There's a I, I can't can... tell you what the number is, but um, you got to you know they have the limit and this year they're kind of thinking it might be under that limit mm-hmm. uh, with some murky water conditions and whatnot too. So curious to see how that all plays out, but just an interesting concept of some real Wisconsin shit, right? Um, so that was our other kind of positive Wisconsin web story of the week. So with that in mind, Sean, we, I guess we can kind of go around the state of Wisconsin. Um, I know we had talked about the Badger basketball team a little bit earlier, but just kind of looking around the state of Wisconsin, uh, Marquette did lose tonight to UConn, Big East matchup there. Marquette, kind of an interesting boat. I think they're going to probably make, as of right now, I think they're making the tournament. Um, another possible Wisconsin-based team and. Team that I have no problem watching lose last night, that being the Milwaukee Panthers, uh, have been at the top towards the top of the Horizon League. But as mentioned, I have no problem watching them lose, and they did last night to the now three and twenty some Green Bay <laughs> Phoenix, my alma mater, the team I cover for radio. They were a sixteen point underdog going into last night's game, Sean, at UWM Panthers Arena, the old uh, mecca. Mm-hmm. in milwaukee and once you know green bay came out firing made a french or not a franchise but a program record 16 threes holy man um it's the only reason they won in that. the game last night uh played some pretty good defense kept milwaukee scoring in check uh game 
that they never, you know, Green Bay has been competitive in first half of games, even against Georgetown this year, which given Georgetown's record isn't saying a whole lot, but you think, mm-hmm. well, just the difference in recruiting and right. Big East basketball versus Horizon League, Horizon, yeah. bottom of the Horizon, literally like the worst team in the net rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, and the difference in those programs, but credit to the Phoenix. Like I said, they, you know, they weren't intimidated by the top team in the league. And uh, Devin Ziegler made his return to the starting lineup last night. 18, not, I think he had more than that, but um, hit the, what was the game tying shot at 71 to tie the game with 1.1 seconds left. And also the, what ended up being the game winning jumper uh, with, 1.3 seconds left in overtime. Holy man. So guy was on a roll. Big game for him. Had some big boards too. Um, credit to Fre- former Badger, Freddie Owens, uh, his first career win as a, as the interim coach of green Bay. Uh, you know, no idea of the, you know, if he's going to be the guy next year, I can't, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think he will be. Um, I don't know if green Bay is going to win another game this season, but he's got it the rest of the season. He does have it the rest of the season. Um, you know, like I said, realistically, Grimmie may not win another game this season. That's that's not. That's, <laughs> Gotta have the confidence. They're on a roll now. They are. You're not wrong, but um, may not win another game this year. But if they if they are going to win only three games, and if this is the last one, you beat your rival, you know, at their place. Um, your first win against them in five straight games because of how 2020 season went. They got swept last year. Uh, the 2020 season they played kind of like. Two games, they played a Friday to Saturday or Saturday and a Sunday, uh, both in Green Bay. So first time beating Milwaukee since 2019. Wow. 2019-2020 um, season, probably 2020. But regardless, um, first time beating them in essentially three seasons. And again, Freddie Owens, former Badger, uh, they were pl- talking about his game winner that he had as a player, corner three. Uh, in the NCAA tournament one year when he was there, so early two thousands, I can't remember who they were playing, but um, don't remember that. Like I said, a program that you know we've talked kind of at length about, you know, some of the struggles they've gone through over the years, and and that they may continue to over the next couple here, but really nowhere to go but up. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know who's going to be the coach next year. Uh, I know that there's some names that I would prefer. As an alum and as somebody who kind of works the program, whether or not those happen, we'll see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Um, Green Bay women continue to win, so I guess you know that's awesome. Not gonna, <laughs> not much to say there. Uh, two more wins over the weekend for them. Uh, taking care of business against the Detroit Metro teams. Uh, Detroit Mercy on Friday, Oakland University on Sunday. Business as usual for Green Bay women. They going to be ranked fairly high in the. Um, they're assuming they win the Horizon League tournament. Assuming they win the Horizon League, um, I believe the women's bracketology. Ooh, I don't remember. I, you might have mentioned it last week, but I don't remember. I don't think I did mention it, but I really I'm gonna pull it up now while we're talking about it. Um, they had this was four days ago, so prior to those Detroit Mercy wins. Um, per ESPN's bracketology, they did have Green Bay as a 13 seed. Really? Um, 
which seems a little low to be honest with you, but as an out, you know, if you're looking at the outside, looking into this program, it's another green Bay team. Uh, they have had some injuries as of late where they've had a couple gals limited by injury. Um, very unceremoniously lost their point guard to start the season. Um, I'm, I, I don't know the details of that situation. I'm not going to comment much on that situation, but Haley Oski no longer on the roster for the Phoenix. Um, and that's kind of a, a little bit of a blow if you're, again, outside looking in. But in analysis of the team and somebody who covers them and, and is on the inside edge of, you know, being there basically at least once a week, mm-hmm. it's kind of been one of those addition by subtraction things where I think they've been a more tight-knit team. They've played a lot more within their system since that has happened. Okay. Um, and once again, I mean, they had the 11-game win streak, and they're now on a five- or six-game win streak again. So they do control their own destiny to win their first. And you say this is, you know, it's kind of fun to say, but they're, they control their own destiny to win their first regular season conference championship since 2017 or 2018, which doesn't sound like a long time, but for Green Bay women's basketball, it's a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one of the, I, you know, I know that, women's basketball isn't necessarily the same draw that the that across the board mm-hmm. that men's basketball is. It's not for everybody. It's very fundamental, but they are a must-watch program in my book. I, I love watching Green Bay women's basketball. They're, it's almost like watching UConn. Mm-hmm. It is so pure, the fundamentals, the the crispness with which they play, even in their quote-unquote down years, this, you know, four-year stretch since they've won a conference championship, they've been second. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they're, you know, they've fallen on hard times and they're right. just kind of running back. It's they've just the Horizon League is really good. And that's just, I mean, that's the pure reality of it. They're just, it's a really good league uh, at the mid-major ranks that has had to get, inc- you know, immensely better because of how good Green Bay has been. And, you you know, especially now with the transfer portal where you can kind of get these, you know, teams to to get back to relevancy you know, if they're a bad year, but IUPUI is still good. Cleveland State still good. Youngstown State still good. Uh, Youngstown State got upset the other night. It's a very top-to-bottom good mm-hmm. conference. Um, even Detroit Mercy, who Green Bay played Friday night and dispatched fairly early in their first season or first appearance this season, Detroit Mercy battled them the whole game. It ended up being, I think, a 10-point mm-hmm. spread at the end, but it's a, you know, they've got two or three wins this season, but Gave Green Bay all they could handle and then some. So do you, th- you think Green Bay ever gets out of the Horizon League and goes to a, goes a step higher? or With how the NCAA is going and you see these mega conferences, you know, with, mm-hmm. big t- with UCLA and right. USC joining the Big Ten. This is so tough to say because for women's basketball, I think you could make that conversation – but given where men's basketball program is at and where fans are, I'm going to say stupidly calling for them to go to D2, they're not. Right. Like, let's, right. let's be real. They're not. Um, but where fans, you know, where the men's program is at, and then you, cause you got to figure that's, that's a, that's a, every sport you have seven, 16 or 17 division one sports that your school has. Oh, Green Bay's really got that many? Yeah. They've got, 
I didn't realize that. Uh, men, and, men and women's basketball, men and women's soccer, men and women's swim and dive, uh, Nordic skiing, golf for men and women, um, cross country, and then softball and volleyball. I feel like I'm missing something too, but I think I hit them all. I don't know. Somebody count that back yep. and let us know. But um, so yeah, you've got you know a decent number of Division One teams. Uh, the only I think the thing that maybe limits them in the sense that maybe they won't jump is they don't have a, a baseball team, which a lot of the I mean I think they're the only school in the Horizon League that doesn't, mm. and they're one of the only uh, Horizon League schools that doesn't have a track team either. Yeah, but I see. I feel like that would, could be something that could get put together. A track thing. team, I think, would be more. Would be easier because oh, I suppose they don't really with Title it. Nine you have to have the same amount of scholarships available for men and women's sports. Uh, gotcha. Um, so you can't, you know, that's why yeah, you can't. But if just... they have a softball team to, put yeah, a I don't. Team. I don't know how that all works. Cause I, that's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of like you know, just while we're having this conversation, why the Badgers don't have baseball? Right. They have a softball team, but they don't have baseball. There's one Division One baseball team in the state, and that's Milwaukee. Mm. Um, but interestingly enough, yeah, track I think would be easy. I don't know where the the difference is and why they have softball, but not. I yeah, know we'll have baseball. Do, we'll have to do some research and we'll figure it out. It also just could be a facilities thing where they don't have that on their side of town. But yeah, but there's there's a big enough. I mean, the they could put the rocker where the rockers play. I think that'd be. I mean, that's that's a college even, built stadium. Well, I, I was gonna say St. Norbert's, but that's a that's a whole nother college. Yeah, um, but there's a there's a lot of high school. Well, given fields that are big enough for college, I think. And again, I don't want to put. I don't. I don't have any inside knowledge of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where the Rockers play because that's a. I mean, that's a summer only. I suppose. Yeah. League. That, I think you could perfect. make that happen, and it's already designed for college baseball, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got the turf. The all turf field, right, which is where you see a lot of college baseball going. I think that'd be something worth exploring. I'm I'm sure there's a lot more to oh, it that I can only imagine. Yeah, that would make this conversation. So oh, two idiots talking about Green Bay Phoenix baseball, but yeah, I'd love to see that happen. Um, right. I don't think Green Bay is ever gonna have a football team just because again no, the, scholar- the yeah. scholarships alone. Yeah, and I know that you know you kind of losing that the misconception that. Um, Vince Lombardi told them to never build one because they'll never be the main show in town. And I think people kind of take that out of context because that was the back of the 60s when the school was first founded. Right. And just to build the facilities, I don't think it was practical at the time. Um, they very well could have at the time. They chose to kind of focus mm-hmm. more on soccer Yeah. at the direction of Vince Lombardi, actually. He was kind of a big driving force in that. But um, I don't think you'll ever see that happen, just strictly because the Rising League doesn't have football. Mm. Only, I think only two or three teams in the league have it in the first place. Yeah, Youngstown State, and I, I feel like Robert Morris does, but I don't know if they do or not. I feel like that. I feel like we talked about them in a bowl episode for some reason. Um, I know we didn't talk about them this year, but I know Youngstown State has an independent team. They don't even have a, a conference affiliation. Okay. I think they're the only one that does. I think I know like Milwaukee has club football because that's where if you remember Demetrius Harris who played for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs for a long time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was a UW Milwaukee basketball player. Oh yep yep yep. And yep. 
ended up in the NFL. Um, so I, I know that they had club football, but they didn't have like an official Milwaukee Panthers NCAA team. Because they have a whole is that golf the golf course there is shut down now, right? That's correct. So they do does the campus own that or does the city own that? I believe the campus does. I think they've already turned it in part of it into something. Frisbee golf? No, they already had that. That was separate. <laughs> um, they already had one of those. But I think they made like a STEM, like science technology. They did, they did something facility. with it. I was just thinking that they got they got so much more room there now. So much room for activities, right? But just where they they could add on so much so much stuff there and sure. I don't know. It was just just an idea. But yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm really you know kind of thinking about it though. I'm really surprised they don't have baseball, mm-hmm. especially with how much the league has you know the, the conference around them has. Like I said, everything just, every team does. I mean, just in just in Green Bay, how big baseball is, with all the traveling teams around. And, yeah, I suppose. I mean, you figure Bayport, you figure De Pere. I mean, baseball is kind of a hard nut to crack for Northern Wisconsin, though. Not just the weather wise. But just simply for the the perspective of, um, I mean, even like you look at the, the Wisconsin Timberlers, right, mm-hmm. in Appleton, mm-hmm. where high they're in the high A league now or high A affiliation, yep. where yes, you get a draw for it. You know, you look at like the Northwoods League; it's one of the premier uh, college summer leagues besides the Cape Cod League. Mm-hmm. It's like number two, number three. I think there's another one somewhere all of East too that gets a pretty big draw. Arguably, it's number two or three league, though. I think, you know, if Brian is listening to this, uh, Green Bay Rockers and play-by-play guy for the Phoenix. Sorry, Brian. I, the Cape Cod League gets a little bit more <laughs> notoriety. Uh, we can probably have that conversation a different day, though. Um, but so you do have a draw. For, I mean, that stadium is fairly packed mm-hmm. most nights, too. So I think there's a draw ticket-wise. But I think from the time frame that the season is in college baseball, I th- not even necessarily from selling tickets, but just from the the good of your program because of how, like, and where I was going with this, um, where even, like, the Wisconsin Timberlers, like, their numbers are so night and day different first half season, second half season. Oh, yeah. Because of how the weather affects. Um, it's such a pitching-dominant portion. of Like, a, the Midwest League is so pitching-dominant because all your teams are in the upper Midwest and in that first April, early May or most of May and even sometimes early June, the ball's not popping off the bat. Like it does July, Mm -hmm. August into September. So you have, you know, I remember, um, Troy Stokes jr. was a great candidate of this, a guy who, he seemed like he was going to be stuck when the Timber Outlers playing um, when they were like the single A and wasn't low A, but they were the single A team. They weren't the high A team. And it seemed like he was going to be a guy who just kind of got stuck at that part. And you looked at like the team, you know, the guys around him because he was an outfielder. Um, and you look at where the, the franchise was and where the, the farm system was. Looks like he was going to be kind of stuck here. He hit like, 250 one year and he got called up to double a or to high a and after that his bat took off like a rocket and he ended up making the mlb mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. think he had a very long mlb stint but he ended up making it right. and just because once you get out of wisconsin 
you go to Carolina at the time. Now you go from Carolina to Wisconsin. Then you go to Biloxi. Now you go to Nashville. And then you go wherever you're going. He ended up making the bigs with, I think, the Pirates organization. That sounds about right. Um, and yeah, I mean, like this, there was power off the bat. He had the speed defensively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just one of those things where you see a guy get called up, you're like, he's hitting 260, 270. But you're like, once you kind of like put that in perspective, though, of, okay, that's also a full season of, you know, ball not jumping off the bat in April, in May. In Wisconsin, and those those home runs turn into long flyouts, and those doubles turn into singles, and and whatnot too. So, a really interesting breakdown of how the and, and also all it takes is an injury for a guy in front of you too. Yeah, you gotta have a little bit of good luck too. I mean, you know, as a guy, you know, he wasn't like a a top first round draft pick where you know he's gonna get a chance, right? So you have to have a little bit of luck, um, which does you know throughout the baseball season does happen. But to ultimately kind of go back to that, that's where I think you'd kind of struggle. I think you'd get the draw for attendance, but I do think you'd have like a not an inferior product, but just a tougher. Yeah, but I think I think baseball is a crowd for, or baseball fans are a different crowd of people. I think you could definitely hit on the fact that you're one of two teams in the the state that have it. Madison doesn't. Right. Marquette doesn't. And, I mean, you look at, like, Stevens Point where they've put out, like, you know, you look at Jordan Zimmerman made the bigs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely a path to it. Um, it's not impossible. You look at guys, like, from Whitewater and Stout who've made it. And uh, even guys coming out of high school, like Gavin Lux, now with the Dodgers, and a couple other guys from Wisconsin who've now Bob, been. Bob Wickman. Well, yeah, Bob Wickman, Kyle Fowles product. I don't remember where he went to, went to college, though. I don't think he did, did he? I thought he was drafted out of high school. I could be wrong on that. Maybe. But, I don't know. Um, but you look at even now, we're seeing guys from Wisconsin out of high school get drafted in that that top 15, top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there is a kind of a turn towards it. And I think I think travel ball and AAU ball has only helped kind of get that exposure. Oh, he went to Whitewater. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. just another example. But... You look at there's a window for it. I think there'd be I think there'd be a heavy draw for it. But again, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of legal stuff to step through and NCAA applications and whatnot. So uh Jared Kalenic, another one who got drafted fairly early. I think he actually set the the record for the earliest drafted Wisconsin player, which was previously held by Gavin Lux. Okay. I think he was like the first first rounder ever drafted. Um, yeah, but how, I mean, the ba- baseball draft is what? 25 rounds? Most years. Most years. So, yeah, I'm surprised, you know, <laughs> I think all you have to do is apply most years and you get drafted. I, th- I think so too. <laughs> how many NFL court? Are you, did you, did you finally see that the Montreal Expos are finally Finally done as a franchise, Extinct, cause, yeah. Because their Cause last Tom Brady. MLB or their last draft pick finally retired. I did see that the last, which, which was kind of funny. The last drafted player to so, retire, who was drafted by the Montreal Expos as opposed to the Washington Nationals, was Tom Brady. Right, just crazy. Hell of a career, which <laughs> I mean, we can kind of transition there. Um, 
Uh, well, we should talk some Bucks first, I suppose. But do we really have to? We're still. They've been on. They've been red hot as of late. Yeah, they're you know the All Star team announced Giannis is one of the captains. I think Drew Holiday is an All Star this year. Yep. Um, so it, I mean they're kind of getting to that time of year where it's almost time to start watching. Uh, they do have a potential to be history against them, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how tonight goes. And by the time this episode drops, we will either know if LeBron is the all-time scoring leader or if he will become one against the Bucks. Uh, which I think if the NBA is actually kind of hedging their bets, I think they probably wanted to be against the Bucks. Yeah. What are ticket prices? Insane. For, for tonight. <laughs> I know they were 92,000 last week when he was like 80 <laughs> points away. So I can't imagine... It's much much different than that. Um, let me look to see if there's any. I, I can't imagine that there's anything because you know out every there. celebrity that's anybody is going to be there. So, um, let's see. Thirteen hours ago via CNN, tickets for tonight's game. They started at one hundred forty-four dollars, I think. Yeah, there's no way they sold tickets for that. Trying to... That was probably regular price. Yeah, that was... Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, Tickets in the lower level for tonight. They play in the Thunder tonight, right? I think so. Um, They start at $1,067, according to CBS News. Um, Tickets behind the hoops are going for $69,000. Unvivid seats, uh, forty-two thousand courtside seats are ranging from twelve thousand to seventy-five thousand dollars right now. The cheapest seats in the building just to get in the door uh, for the three hundred level section of it's not Staples Center anymore, but it's it's Staples Center. um, Whatever the heck it is, is a hundred and twenty-four dollars. Ticket prices have gone up two hundred eleven percent since the start of the season. That's insane. Also, if it doesn't get done tonight, because um, he has to score 36 to get the record, which very much in range for LeBron. But if it doesn't get done tonight, uh, the next game would be against the Bucks on Thursday. Yep. And tickets for the 300-level section of that game are starting at $460. Courtside seats as much as $100,000. Uh, the average ticket price for Thursday's game against the Bucks, $1,230, which is a new Lakers record for average ticket purchase. The current <laughs> record was for Kobe's last game, which was for 1137 on average per ticket. Which one would you pick? <clears throat> you, you, um, if you go back, you can see Kobe's last game or LeBron beat Kareem's record. I know which one you're going to pick, but I just figured I'd ask. If I was going to pay the money for it, I'd have to know that LeBron's going to break that record. So right. that's where tonight versus Thursday gets a little interesting. That game, Lakers weren't making the playoffs. You know that was Kobe's last game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but you just think about it this way. He's going to break the record every every game after that. So well, what the, what's the difference? <laughs> right. Um, what's the difference? <laughs> just to see him make it with a sky hook? Because you know he's going to do it just to be... Just to be LeBron. Nah, I think he's gonna hit the Tomahawk dunk. No, he's gonna He's gonna hit with his infamous behind no. the back slam. Um he's gonna do it with a sky hook. He's gonna okay. I'm gonna say he'll he'll tie it with a sky hook and then he'll break it with a dunk of some sort. 
Oh, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm debating but, if I'm gonna stay but, up and but watch if, tonight. But if you're the Thunder or whatever, are you gonna let them dunk on you for for that point? For that for those points? I don't I don't know. To answer your question Sorry. as to what I would do, I think you're expecting me to say LeBron, and I, I, I think for the history's sake of it, that is something. But I think just for a pure buying a ticket and knowing what I'm about to see, mm-hmm. I'd probably say Kobe. Again, because like you said, like I said, it, it could be tonight. He has to get 36, which is doable, but you don't have a guarantee tonight. Mm-hmm. He could go out and have a 33-point triple-double, have an incredible game, and not get the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's the case, then Thursday night's tickets, I can only imagine going up yet. Yeah. Um, we'll have to look on Thursday and see what tickets are, if, if he doesn't break it tonight. Yeah. So from a ticket-buying perspective, I'm probably taking Kobe's last game, just because I know with certainty mm-hmm. that's going to be it. Plus, you know, the ceremony and all that stuff, too. Yeah. Um, I still remember where I was watching Kobe's last game. I was in a dorm room in Green Bay watching him score 60 when you know he wasn't passing single-handedly. Oh, took no, him, no took them to win that game. Um, no way. So, But what would, what, I'm assuming you'd probably go Kobe's last game. I would, yes. 100%. Is that also for the certainty thing, or you just don't like LeBron? No, I, I, I always liked Kobe more. Kind of thing. Interesting. Interesting. So I would, I would, I would, I would love to go see that. See, I know how hard it was to just even to find tickets while we're just on this 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 conversation, even to find tickets because you know how the NBA works, where you know that you're playing every team at least once at mm-hmm. home and once on the road. Just trying to find tickets to Kobe's last game in Milwaukee, a team that he had virtually no rivalry against, right? Was hard and i know at the time they they used to have a program called bucks student rush where you could get tickets day of game for like five bucks Mm -hmm. the kobe last game ones you were limited to one i think or two and they were like 25 dollars, which still isn't a lot but you're not sitting anywhere remotely close to the floor you're looking down a and granted the bradley center sucked for basketball right but you're looking down at the the jumbotron (laughs) When you were sitting where you were sitting at the at the Bradley, but that is one game I never I never got to see Kobe play in person. I no. did get to see LeBron play in person, um, which just while we're talking about this, because it, it is an incredible milestone. I mean, love him or hate him, even if you hate LeBron, you probably have to acknowledge he's probably the second best player of all time. At worst, I think he's the greatest, but that's a totally different conversation. Did Did you see the whole thing about him not being an all time scorer? One of the best all-time scorers. How did... That's an insane. Com- I mean, I, I mean, he I literally is going to be the best all-time scorer tonight. I don't, I don't care or, or for LeBron, but to not put him in an all-time scorer, I think at he this still point, averages thirty points a game at his age over his career. He's in his what nineteenth season, eighteenth season, something like that. Nineteen, I think. The guy's in his nineteenth season, putting up thirty a game. He's not a score first guy, no. But I'm gonna say, yeah, and and, and he, what is what is he's like fifth in assists too, isn't he? I thought he had the record for that already. No, I don't think he does because Stockton's got that. Like, but if any, if you have the only negative thing you can say about LeBron anymore on court is that he's lost 
more than one finals. I mean, honestly, at this point, 19 years in, four championships, however many MVPs, all-star game appearances, literally about to be the all-time leading scorer, either tonight or Thursday. The only negatives are that he's not a score-first guy. Four? Yeah, he's fourth. Yeah, so top five in assists. But he's still 5,000 away from John Stockton. He's going to play three or four more almost, years yet, though. Like that's... Almost 5,500 is it's right around 5,500. What does he get a season? I mean, that's that's well within range, I, I feel like. Well, he averages seven a game. So what's seven times 82 is, what, 400 and some? That's a lot of math. I am i don't feel like doing that much math, Seven Sean. times. Eight, well, no, you can't say 82 because he never plays a full season. Sorry. Also not true. But 70. We go 70. Sure. Oh, no, that's way too much. For his career. is right around 500 a year. Sure. So he'd have to play 11 more seasons to. It's not impossible, <laughs> though. Like, you know, we talk about Tom Brady and playing till he was almost 45 years old. He's just going to outplay Bronny. Wouldn't that be the most LeBron thing, though? Like, yeah, I make, mean, he's. Yeah, to make it all about him. <laughs> All right, Sean. Being a hater. But no, real talk though. Yeah. I, I, if you're looking at the career, like I said, the the only things you can say is he's the second best player. Mm-hmm. That's if that's if that's where you are for your your hate talk on a guy, I think he had a pretty damn good career. Right. Um when you're in that conversation, and there's never you're never gonna have a definitive He's no. the greatest. He's not the greatest. Because they didn't play against each other. They had one scrimmage, I think. I think, yeah. Where they're talking about, that they talked about that he played on him when he was 16, 17 years old. And mm-hmm. Jordan was however old he was. Yeah, 40. Yeah, it, you'll never see him head to head. You know, you can you can have the endless conversation of what will Jordan do now if you looked at his numbers and the way he played. What would LeBron do it, you know, back then? Everybody, you know, he talks about how quote-unquote soft he is. But in his prime, when he was in Miami, he was 6'8", 270. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me that the 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 athleticism that he showed at that time, and if he was playing in a league where it wasn't catered to playing soft and flopping, the guy was a legitimate NFL tight end type body. Mm-hmm. I think he would have dominated no, Jordan's he, era. he wasn't a tight end. He's a defensive end. Yeah, either way. You figure that's Reggie White. Yeah. I mean, the dude would have dominated back then, too. Mm-hmm. And Le- Jordan probably would dom- I'm Not probably. Jordan would dominate now. Mm-hmm. The way they... If he's a 6'6 stretch guard, he'd dominate now. The NBA would be designed to have him benefit. So, yeah. I, I just... You'll never have a conversation where you get a definitive answer because it's it's literally impossible. Yeah, it's everybody's opinion. My opinion was that I think after he won that one in Cleveland, it was locked in for me. Coming back from Miami, beat the seventy three win late, uh, Warriors after being down three to one. The narrative fit itself, and then to go and win another one, albeit the bubble, with L A. The Mickey Mouse championship. Sure, but. You've taken three different teams to the finals, three different championship teams. Now he's going to go back to Cleveland. Wouldn't he? Right. 
he's going to go wherever Brownie gets drafted. Yeah. I think for sure before he ends his career, he's going to play with Brownie. Which, that's incredible, too. Right? Which, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's... Or he got on it right away. Yeah. Just a guy who's going to end up playing 20-some years. Mm -hmm. Probably still, even on a down year, score 25 a game. Maybe, you know, if he really falls off, hit 20 a game still. Cause you, and you look at even his development as a player, mm-hmm. where coming into the league, he was a below-average shooter for three and has made that a – he's evolved to make that a key part of his game, just like Vince Carter did. Right. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Just – I don't – it's so interesting, the people that still hate on the guy. And I get it if you hate him for the off-court stuff. I don't agree with everything he does off-court. I don't um, agree with a lot of stuff he does on-court either, but... Sure, but you can't... At this point, you can't deny the greatness. The player, yes. Sure. Just how he goes about some stuff is a little bit different, but... Sure, but, I mean... I I totally agree with you. He's there's a, It's 1A and 1B. Yeah, and depending on how you put them, I don't think you're wrong. No. I, I, it's just an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, from one goat to the next, uh, NFL news. We've got the Super Bowl coming up. Let's get the Brewers. Nothing happened. True. You're Spring training is coming up. We talked about them Thursday. Oh, yeah. Four I, days I, later. I forgot we did this Thursday. <laughs> That's my bad. Um, yeah, nothing's happened for the Brewers, I, which I guess is good at this point. I guess you don't really want anything happening. No, not really. Um, unless it's a big signing of some sorts, which I'm not even sure who's even out there to big sign. I think at this point you're looking for extensions. Yeah, we haven't heard anything. Oh, no, Willie got his extension, didn't he? No, not yet. Oh, I thought... Um, I, maybe? I don't think he did. Let me... I thought he had because they had a thing at, you know, the Brewers... Uh, what's their thing they do... They did a really weird version of that this year. Yeah, at a bar somewhere, and Willie paid for everybody's drinks for the whole night. He is not, as of today, he's not gotten mercy. Oh, oh, I thought he was, or they were in. They've been in talks all off season, um, but it has not happened quite yet. It has maybe maybe it's unofficial, but official type type thing. Well, that son of a bitch, Dansby Swanson, went and ruined the market. That too. And Carlos Correa. That too. But which. I don't understand how either of those guys got what they got. But. So it has not happened yet. I, I'm, I'm still going to go on record as saying I think before the start of the season, we will see at least one extension between either Domus, Woodruff, or Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, probably in that order of likelihood. As much as I would like to see it go Burns, Adamus, Woodruff, right. I think I had the order of Adamus, mm-hmm. Woodruff, Burns. Um, and even Devin Williams in there, I think he's still got a couple extra years of club control where they don't have to have that conversation yet, but I'd like to see that at some point too. Yeah, I would too. Um, okay. yeah, not much on the Brewers front. Nope. Let's um, go Packers. NFL as a whole, first of all, Super Bowl coming up. Um, we are going to have our picks a little bit later in the episode when Shauna joins us. Sean, we've made some ground. I did the totaling of the points for the year. Oh, and we still have one more game to go. As it stands right now, Shauna's still in first at 141 and 132. Not a great division because we didn't do picks for the championship mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
for the games from division round or division weekend and then our super bowl picks um we had six total points possible this weekend or this for this episode uh she went one in five because neither one of her super bowl picks went she had cowboy i believe she had cowboys uh bengals mm-hmm. um i had or no she had bills i think yep. Cowboys, Bills, or 49ers, no, Bills. Yeah, but I think probably um, 49ers, Bills, and I think I had 49ers, Bills. You had the Chiefs, so you get oh, I one. I have the Chiefs. You had 49ers, Chiefs, so you get one point. Uh, yeah. You went four or five and one on the week. Nice. Or the, for the episode, I should say. Nice. Uh, which puts you in third at 136 and 137. And then I went four and two where I had – we both went four and all oh for the division weekend. So good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but neither one of my Super Bowl picks went. You, you had one that did, so I technically went four and two. You went five and one, and I am sitting just on the opposite side of five hundred at one thirty-seven and one thirty-six on the year. You and I are tied at two to two for trivia. So Shauna still leads one forty-one to one or one forty-one and one thirty-two. I'm in second one thirty-seven one thirty-six. Sean's in third at one thirty-six and one thirty-seven. Unofficially, I think Justin is zero and one on the year. Because <laughs> um, he he predicted Ohio State beating Georgia, yep. outright, and was wrong on that. And I probably have picks from them from the early parts of the season, but I did not have a running total of them. It's a long time ago. It was hard to follow. Mm-hmm. We picked a lot of games this year. Well, somebody made us pick all the all the bowl college bowl games. So hey, that's the only reason you and I are sniffing <laughs> five hundred. <laughs> I'm not going to have you sit here and down talk me. That's why you and I are even kind of in the conversation. Right. Where uh, we, you know, I'm going to have us pick, pick a couple props coming up here too mm-hmm. uh, for the Super Bowl because that's just what you do. Yeah. Um, so we'll have those picks a little bit later on. But uh, the big news in the NFL is, I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but Tom Brady has officially retired mm-hmm. and the Pro Bowl happened. Yep. Um, for better or for worse, it happened. And the Pebble Beach. And the Pebble, Pebble Beach, Beach Pro-Am. Pro-Am. Aaron Rodgers, the new champion. A little controversy, I guess, with his handicap where Josh Allen wasn't loving the fact that he had the handicap at five, I think. I, don't, I didn't see that. A little, little highly contested. I was just laughing at all the Raiders fans that wanted him to go want him to go to, or to Las Vegas. I was too. I got to give credit. They were relentless. They were. They were. And even Rodgers kind of having fun with it, saying that he's had fun with it. Um, even kind of going as far to say, uh, somebody was heckling him after the Devonte Adams tweet about, um, he's coming to my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you um, said, to, buy me. Devante, he told Devonte buy, buy me a house. <laughs> so, I, you know, really interesting. I think we're a couple. It sounds like you know, as of his appearance today on Pat McAfee. Did you, you hear did, about this? Did, yeah, I was just gonna ask you about um, this. a four day darkness retreat. Yeah, four day darkness retreat to decide his fate. Uh, he did have. Did you see Pat McAfee's face when he, when I did he not was know. explaining this? I did not. I'm assuming oh. it was the, the same kind of shit-eating, dumb look that Pat McAfee has right. sometimes, it's which exactly I just love. I love was. Pat McAfee. This is not a diss on him, but just the, huh? Right? That was exactly the look. Um, I'm all for it, though. I mean, if that's if that's what it takes to get your, your clarity, your peace on the whole situation, whatever, whatever, I don't, whatever you got to do. He's like, yeah, might have some hallucinations, but and there, there's well, there's just, a bathroom in there. It's to stimulate a um 
like a sensory deprivation mm-hmm. chamber, right? Yeah. And it's four days of just a small house, the bathroom, and whatever. Basically, a vision quest. Yeah, it's blacked out. Everything's blacked out. All the credit to him. Like, I mean, I, it's interesting. It's and you, you, nothing I would ever do. You can leave. You can leave whenever you want to. Sure. He did say that. But he's going to try to stick it out for all four days, see what happens. Yeah, it's something I'd ever do. I'm going to no, be real upfront never. with that. But I find it interesting that he's going to. Right. I mean, like I said, all but power to him. It, it makes sense for him, not going to lie. Well, I mean, it's very on brand. Mm-hmm. But... I think there is something to be said about that, though. I mean, turn the phone off, not have to worry about what what um, the fans are saying, friends, you know, teammates, the organization. Just turn it off. And you know, it's it, I mean, it, it's different than just going out to the woods for a weekend. And right, but at the same time, it's it's not terribly different. No, um, you know, everyone's gonna sit here and talk shit about it because oh, typical Rogers, he's gonna. Do some whole hippie bullshit. Um, go out to the you know a, a, what is it called again? The darkness. The retreat. darkness retreat. But it's he's gonna turn into Bane. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be. Which yeah. which makes sense because he's gonna go to the Jets and he's gonna go. He's gonna be. He's bad. going to Gotham City. He's going to Gotham City. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. You know, I have to laugh, though, because I did see one tweet about that that uh, said, homie's really going to go in the dark and come out and see his shadow. Start <laughs> 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 what he's doing. I had to laugh because that's, you know, we late, we named the title of last week's episode. It was on Groundhog's Day. We recorded. Um, are we in Aaron Rodgers' Groundhog Day? Which, to me, was more on the sense of the movie, the Bill Murray movie, of just the same, same old, same old, mm-hmm. day in, day out, season in, season out. Homie's really gonna go in the dark and come out and see if he sees his shadow, huh? Yep. But I don't know. I, I like I said, it's not it's not terribly different than you know the, we, the thought of going. Everybody's got got their own thing. Go, yeah, go, I go deer hunting. Right. I, mean, go I don't sit, see go shit. Go sit in the woods for for two days straight and come out when it's dark. And but if if you had a shack way up in the middle of Michigan or way up north, you go there for nine days of deer season and you only leave to get beer yeah i, I don't hate it i'm not gonna say here i think it's actually one of the most wisconsin things to do in right. a roundabout it, way it, it yes he's going it, it sounds weirder than i think it is well we just talked about sturgeon spearing that's, that's true going, too. going and sitting in the dark and that's true so everybody that's doing this is doing the same thing aaron Rodgers is doing that's a good point <laughs> So, so one other thing, I guys, from his uh, appearance today, obviously every headline in the world is going to be about the the darkness retreat. Um, he did have an interesting comment saying, "People forget I am under p- contract with the Packers," which I think is a very poignant reminder that we can have all the fun with the Raiders jokes mm-hmm. or the Batman mm-hmm. Bane jokes going to the Jets and and whatever, but. He's on Green Bay's roster for the next two seasons unless they make a move. Right. And I think, you know, I said this over the weekend, and I, I still stand by it. I think if anybody, if, if a quarterback from Green Bay is going to be traded, I think it's going to be Jordan Love. Yeah, I think we talked about that. We, and, we mentioned that last week, too. And, you know, I really stand by that at this point um, until it doesn't happen. I mean, everybody is going on the whole, 
Um, you know, you see all these NFL sources saying that the Packers are going to move on and yada, 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 and all this. And the Packers are likely to trade him until it fucking happens from either him or the team. Right. I'm not buying it. And the way Pat McAfee made it sound is that he thought he was just going to retire. I, I, I have said that that's, for, that's two, what year, I, that's what I for two years of, now. I, I really think that's the, the decision. Is it play in Green Bay or retire? Which I think kind of says without saying that the Packers are saying, hey, you know, we think you're the guy yet if mm-hmm. you want to play. Um, and to this point, that's all the team has said publicly. So... I mean, everyone and their brother. I'm, you know, you. I see the comments all over social media, on any news outlet that reports about the situation. Everyone's just pissed, like, "Oh, just stop being a drama queen, stop dragging it out." Let him. Right. Because un- until he says that he's not here anymore, if he retires, he's on the team, and he's going to be the quarterback until the team or him decide he's done. Mm-hmm. And there's not a damn thing that. Steve from Sheboygan or Mike from Antwalk is going to say to change that. Sean just lost his mind. We had the ADHD brain of of the NBA going on here. Four offensive rebounds on that. (laughs) On that possession. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, I I spaced. (laughs) I I did too. (laughs) Um, So as, as we kind of usually do, Sean, as we sit here, February 7th. Prediction. He's going to come out of this darkness retreat and see his shadow, and it'll be two more years of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not good. <laughs> I like it. I, 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 very well presented. You know... I'm gonna go on record. I I I keep going back and forth on this. I, I know I do too. I, I don't. Think I, I think what did I, I say changed. last week? I don't even I don't, know what I said. I, I think I, I said he retired last week. So, or was traded. I don't. But I, this this week for some reason I think he's coming back. See, I'm on the flip side. This week I think retirement. Uh, you know, I, I I talked about it over the weekend. You know, everyone kind of saying talking about how he doesn't want to be in the same Hall of Fame class as Brady and Watt, or he does want to be in it. I know we talked about that kind of at length last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to go rehash that too much. He did say today, like he was asked about that directly, if that's impacting him either retiring and joining that class or staying to be in his own class. It doesn't matter. He thinks it's a stupid conversation. Right. He, which... probably, he probably won't even go to the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame ceremony. Hall of Fame <laughs> oh, ceremony. Okay, okay. I was going to say. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer. Just he, he'll be, he won't go to the Hall of Fame ceremony. But I don't know. I could, I could be, I could see it being the case. Like I said, I, I'm sure it's not making the decision one way or the other. No, I don't think it is either. But at the same time, I mean, I, I keep going back and forth on this last season. Does he want to go through another season after he got his ass kicked all year? You know, the most beat up he's been in probably about since 2018. Right. Uh, pre-Matt LaFleur when he broke his leg against the Bears game one, basically. So most beat up. Does oh, he want to... That wasn't the year he broke his collarbone? No, that was 26... 2017. Wow. Um, but he came back off that season, too. Mm-hmm. The 2016-17 season... Or the 2017-18 season, he broke his collarbone, came back um, for a game, basically, against Carolina. 
and they lost. That basically eliminated them from playoffs. It's and, gonna bother me. Who's who's their quarterback then? Uh, that was what was his that name? That was Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley, and then oh, we had Sean Kaiser. That was the other guy. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that was gonna bother me. Yeah, that was the that was the Brett Hundley year of yep. when my brother decided to go to Cleveland to watch the Owen six or the what ended up being the Owen sixteen Browns, where the Packers had to beat them in overtime on a walk off. Hundley to Devonte Adams touchdown. Yep. Where the Packers were the closest to a win that they got that season. Yep. yep. With Brett Hundley at the helm. Mark drove Mark and his two roommates drove all the way to Cleveland for that game, sat in like the nosebleeds. Uh-huh. But they to their credit they went. They seen history. Um where was I talking about? Oh yeah. So Sorry. Sorry. No, that's Squirrel. Okay. um yeah, I don't so you know it's it's I keep going back and forth. Does he want to go out on a an eight and nine season where you've got young receivers and are in position to possibly get a another top fifteen type offensive weapon? A lot of mock drafts have them taking the kid out of Notre Dame, the tight end. I like that pick. Or depending on if they can swing the receiver from TCU, I like the pick out of Notre Dame one too. I I do like the Ohio State receiver too. That's not. The Najimbwa Okinawa or whatever. I'm I'm not gonna even try. To, I know where you're going with it, but the the two name guy. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I like I said, I could I could see wanting to run it back one more year and you know bring some guys back and you know we talked about possible guys to bring in. AJ Green just retired. Mm-hmm. Um. So that kind of crosses that name off, but he, I, I don't think he was on our radar anyway. I like I like them trading for D Hop. I've seen a lot of those. I think that that would be your big play guy. Sure. You could still have Christian Watson do his thing. Sure. But just a guy you could throw the ball up to and go get it. Yeah. And and I don't think it would cost you a middle round pick. Just depends on what that cap situation is though. Oh, I understand that, but um but the flip side I could also see like I said that conversation of Hey, I got my ass kicked all year. I'm 39 years old, going on 40. Do I want to do that again? Right. And I think that puts that whole in perspective as a human element. I know you and I both stopped playing football in high school. Um, me after I graduated, mm-hmm. you did you play junior year? And that was due to injuries. I know I could have played college, you know, very small school, Division three NAIA school football. But I want to keep getting my ass kicked and my mm-hmm. body broken down even more. You know, we we Sean and I could probably sit here and write a medical journal on the injuries that we've had, and we've only played Northern Wisconsin high school sports. Right. It's just you know you kind of come to a time where it's just it's not worth it. And yeah, the money for them is nice, but at some point, you know, depending on what his family plans are, or, you know, or not, you want to be able to have a life after you're done competing. And it's not like he needs the money. Right, he doesn't need the needs... doesn't need the sixty million. He's at a point where he's talked about having generational wealth, having that all time mm-hmm. money to where he's never going to struggle. Right, and it's not like he's you know going. He's to... got generations that won't have to struggle. Right. I mean, go into his ownership things and do it because he's an owner for or minority owner of the Bucks. I mean, um, I, is there? There's not a Milwaukee soccer team, is there? There's a Milwaukee Wave, but I don't know if he has anything to do with that. I thought I thought I had seen something something about him would 
him wanting to do something like that, but maybe not. Because I know a lot of a lot of guys have been doing for the MLS, right? MLS. Um, a lot of guys have been big on the pickleball scene right now. Well, that that too. <laughs> professional pickleball that would be awesome to be a professional in. I don't even know how you become a professional in that. I want to know. I want to become a professional in that or bags, <laughs> the American Cornhole League. <laughs> I can't imagine it's that hard to do. A lot of practice. Yeah, and nothing against the people that do it. I'm, you know, they're they're incredible to watch because I know I go out and fuck around, and play cornhole bags, whatever you call it, and then I, you know, takes we, forever to get to twenty one. If we get we we get two in a row, we're happy. And those these, guys, these are guys, these guys are hitting four every single time, right? But at the same time, I really want to see what that happens. Like, how do you become a professional? Mm-hmm. That's just what I want to know. Where where do you hit that that point where you're a professional? Right. What a life that must be. Travel the country, play cornhole a couple times a week. Now yeah. I'm mad. Now I we want to do that. We could be a professional poker player. It just takes a lot of money to do it. I don't. I'm not big on poker to be honest. With you. No. I like. I like. Uh, I'll play blackjack, but. To be honest with you, I haven't really figured out like hold them or anything like that. Like I, really? I get the concept of it, and I know how to win. Like I know the winning hands. I just, just can't bluff. Well, it's not that I can't bluff. It's just, it's just a lot of thinking, right? Like what beats what? I'd have to go to the casino and like have them tell me, "Hey, I won," <laughs> <laughs> or "Hey, I lost." I, I don't know. I'm not even gonna look at my cards. <laughs> Well, not that I'm not going to look at my cards. It's just, you know, I, I know the winning hands to have. I just don't, you know, do I win? Did 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 the guy next to me win? Who who actually, what's the rank and file here? Oh, yeah. Am I, does that make sense? Like, yeah, it, my, does, it does make sense for you. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but. <laughs> Everybody listening will understand. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um. I'm trying to find Aaron Rodgers' investments now. See what he's owners of. Usually you can find it on the Wikipedia, but cannot find it on his Wikipedia. Probably won't be. He's probably got so many underground, not underground ones, but. According to Sportskey, I may have found it. His endorsements, he's got State Farm Insurance Pizza. He's sponsored by Pizza Hut? Really? Good for him. Uh, Adidas, Prevea Healthcare, which isn't current anymore. Bergstrom Automotive, Sharp, Sharpie, and IZOD. Nine million dollars in endorsements. I'm surprised he's not sponsored by a, a golf brand of some sort. Well, Adidas, Taylor made. Oh, I suppose that does make sense. All right, I don't care that much anymore. <laughs> We're done. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, retire. I, I think retire now. You don't go on a four day darkness trip and decide. I mean. Maybe you do decide to come back and play. That just seems like a trying to confirm he wants to retire to me. And I have no reason to think that other than just perception. Right. But that's just kind of where I'm at right now. I just, I really think that it, it's player, it's play for the Packers to retire, you know, and that's kind of been a, something I've said for a long time. But I don't know, this week I'm thinking retire. Which, if, this, if it's this hard for me to decide what he's going to do, I can't imagine how hard that conversation is. That's why he's going in the woods for four days. And... Would you be able to walk away from $60 million? 
Dude, I don't know if I could walk away from $6 million. <laughs> you don't know if you could walk away from $6. No, I know I could, <laughs> but $600? 60 <laughs> Six thousand. You throw you throw sixty bucks. I'm thinking about what you want me to do. Six hundred for sure. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> There's a decent unless I'm going like unless the outcome is like possible injury or jail. Six hundred dollars. That's a decent chunk of change for something. I don't even know. I'm not even gonna put that out there because I'm sure <laughs> I'm gonna put myself in a hole. So I'm gonna stop I'll, right there. I'll, Oh, no, I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking. I'm. This is a family show, Sean. <laughs> kind of. Not really, but somebody might think it is. Some sponsor might think they is. Which one? All of them. All the ones listening right now that want to sponsor us. If you want to sponsor us, $600. $600 and you got it. You've got it. Hell, We'll talk about you for two hours. $60 might get the job done. Six hundred dollars. Like you throw six hundred dollars our way at the show, we're probably doing we're, it. We're making you merch. <laughs> we're we're wearing it. your merch. We're wearing your merch Dude, everywhere we go. I'm not even gonna lie to you, Sean. If the opportunity arose, I would wear like a NASCAR fire suit of sponsors <laughs> every day. I don't know if we'd go that far. I would every day, most days. Maybe I turn it like you know how like um. Like, you've got, like, the T-shirt jerseys, and, like, I had, like, a Jeff Gordon, like, fire suit T-shirt. I get one of those. A big DuPont across the middle and, like, Pepsi. Why, why wouldn't we just do T-shirts with all the sponsors on the back? Because then you're walking away from people as you got the sponsors. you got to be walking towards them. That's why I'm saying the fire suit, like, T-shirt with the sponsors in the front. Because then you're walking yeah, towards they're, them. They're so small. That's assuming we have many. Have one big emblem on the front. Sunoco, <laughs> official partner of the Wisconsin show. Are they even a company? They're still the gas. Yeah, they're still NASCAR, the gas, right? Gas. Yeah. It's in a Wisconsin brand. Quick Trip. Yep. I'd wear a Quick Trip T-shirt every single day. If we got sponsored by Quick Trip, <laughs> I would wear a Quick Trip T-shirt did, every did single day. Did you see the High V Bush Light shirts? No, but I want to now. I would wear a Bush Light t-shirt every single day if they sponsored us. They made us. it for Valentine's Day. You have my attention, I, Sean. Did I? I seen it on TikTok, and I don't remember if, if I... If you didn't send it to me, I'm going to be very I, disappointed. I did not send it to you. I did not send it to you. I might have liked it, though. So let's go Let's go see if I liked it. Oh, no, not that one. No, 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 no. Oh, son of a gun. I did not like it. Son of a gun. I got to go try to find it. I'm uh, disappointed. Da, 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 bush light. There it is. I'm going to send it to you right now. Can you just show me quick while we're recording? Yep, there you go. Okay, run, don't walk. Hy-Vee had these amazing shirts. Bush light. It's my It's backwards. I can't. My heart belongs to Bush Light. Oh, gotcha. I think I think that's what it says. They make a Bush or Bud Light Valentine's Day box. Shauna, Shauna. <laughs> no, you don't need it. I know you spent fifteen dollars on the Puxatawney Phil. I don't regret thing, that so. one bit. 
she's not going to buy you a Bud Light Valentine's Day box. We'll see. Bush, Bush Light has new cans. Did you see that too? I did not. Yeah, they're I have been ice fishing cans. Well, That's not awesome. They're like winter. Yeah, winter, wintery ice fishing cans. I'm pretty sure. I've Good seen for that. them. They are just an incredible brand. Mm-hmm. They're going going with everything, which is pretty cool to see. Rather than you know, Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, Coors Light, Budweiser, Corona, Corona. How many beers can we? <laughs> Hams. I Labatt. while we're talking about this, real. Do you know Blatz is back? Nice. Where can we get it? Big Apple Pub and Grill at Blatz. Oh, I'm very disappointed. I wasn't there. No. I one of the one of the the older patrons of the wrestling event, uh, RPW Redemption Two, um, was drinking Blatz. I would have been so excited on that. I have hams at my house. That's disgusting. No, it isn't. That's disgusting. It's thirteen fifty for a thirty pack. I think that says more than it needs to, Sean. Why? You are twenty eight years old now. You can buy decent beer. I did, and I bought hams. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I I'm just gonna back off that one. Nothing wrong with hams. Don't so, knock it. Have you had it? Yes, we. If we're gonna go down this ra- this rabbit hole. In college, one of the things that we would do. You ever play the Mario Kart drinking game? Yes. We would, my one roommate's friend, because he wasn't actually our official roommate, but he, he lived with us for the last like, month of the school year, bought a 30 rack of hams or 24 rack of hams, and we decided to play Don't Drink and Drive Mario Kart with a pack of hams. And we played the GameCube version, which had Baby Park. Baby Park, for those of you who don't know Mario Kart, seven laps. It's a seven lap. 15 second lap oval it's like martinsville basically of nascar mm-hmm. there's Bristol. no Bristol. no it's it's the long oval it's not the fat oval still but yeah basically it's a, when you're actually going it's a you can run that track about 13 second laps you're so 13 times what's a minute and a half basically give or take so for those that don't know the rule of of don't drink and drive you cannot you have to finish your beer before the end of the race you cannot drive your cart and drink at the same time you have to come to a complete stop some different rules you have to actually pull over to off the track and drink as much as you can in that that interim time while you're not racing right so when you play baby park where it's a minute and a half race you have one of two strategies get as far ahead as you can and then chug or chug first, get as far behind as you can, because you know, if you're a couple laps down, you're going to get the good shit, like the blue mm-hmm. shell and like the three the red rocket. shells and the different whatever. So that was my personal strategy would be chug first, you know, probably get about halfway through, mm-hmm. do two or three laps and then finish. Right. But doing that with hams on baby park, Kind of ruins hams for you. You're a baby. It's okay. You don't know the good stuff. I, I do know the good stuff. I'll drink Yingling. Shout out to Ohio. And everywhere else except Wisconsin, basically. It tastes but just like hams. does not taste like hams. I refuse to acknowledge that. That That's the hill that I die on. It's not the same. You're disappointed. Well, we know this. Anyway, 
probably should do picks and talk about RPW. So with that, let's bring in Shauna. Shauna, welcome to the show. Thanks. Nice to make your appearance almost an hour and a half in. It's great to be back. First of all, how did you enjoy RPW this weekend? RPW was great. Probably one of the best ones we've been to, aside from the first match at... Redemp- uh, what was it called? Heatwave. Heatwave. We were at Heatwave. Yeah. Well, whatever whatever that... The last one was. December. What was that? Oh. Was it Extravaganza? No, that's in April. Well... Redemption? Rich, no, if you're was, listening, no. whatever your December show was, and you had all them guys running out... Des- was it Destiny? Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. Okay, so at Destiny, aside from that first match, last uh, uh, this last Saturday takes the cake. It was so fun, electric. Um, I got to um, talk to Perfection, ask him why he was ducking me, and um, he called me a Fairweather fan, and Ooh. I very much said, yeah, that's what I am, and I'm not hiding it. So Did you tell him it's snowing outside, and you're still there? I didn't say that. No. <laughs> fair oh, because fair weather. Yeah. Oh, okay. One. Yeah, so I didn't say that, but um, he was like, he didn't need me as a fan. Oh, okay. Um, and he was like, uh, you know, and I said, you know what? I am a fair weather fan. I'm not even a Packers fan anymore. So I had to, I had to question him though, because he was saying, he was like, asking me and Ramsey. He's like, yeah, you know, we were tag team champions, and Ramsey and I were like, yeah, you were. At RPW Extravaganza last year, the first event that we went to, you lost those championships, and you haven't won since. So anyways, after uh, talking to Perfection, um, I may have told Rich that I want to uh, take him down. And so Rich has got it on the docket for August August, that me and Ramsey might be doing a tag team gender like match um ramsey's going through a table and i get to pin perfection maybe <laughs> maybe if we get trained so we'll see so anyway so first we have our picks to do okay um, which is why we brought you back in okay uh, so as just to refresh the standing shauna you are still in first at 141 and 132 thank you i'm Woo-hoo. at second now where i've actually got a winning record at 137 and 136 Boo. and then sean you are at 136 and 137 so we have six picks to do uh, for the Super Bowl coming up, and the props are fun. We're not, you know, we're obviously we'll get to point spread here in a little bit, but some of the props here first got to go heads or tails. And Shauna, you can pick first. Okay, I'm writing, doing my secretary duties. Um, tails. I'm gonna go heads. I'm going tails also. Tails never fail except when it does. Wow, that's so fun. <laughs> All right. Next one, we've got the color of the Gatorade bath uh, for the winning coach. The odds on this. So, Shauna, you do not have to write these if you don't want to. But odds on the Gatorade bath. The yellow is plus 275. Orange is plus 300. Blue plus 375. Red is plus 500. Clear is plus 600. Purple is plus nine hundred. Clear Gatorade or yeah, water, like the 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 cherry glacier kind. It's not clear. That's white. It's pretty much clear. And then if you do choose that, there's no Gatorade poured that they don't get it. It's gonna be plus fourteen hundred. Oh. Um. 
All right. The Super Bowl is the Chiefs and Eagles. The Eagles. The Chiefs are red. Yeah. The Eagles like are bluish green. Red. I'm gonna go blue. Are you just gonna pick everything that I'm gonna pick? Um, excuse me, great minds think alike, so you should be happy. Because I want to go red also. Oh. It's not how you win a championship, Sean. All right. Uh, national yeah, anthem. but I don't care about beating you. I just want to beat him. Oh, okay, perfect. National yeah, anthem <laughs> over under. Chris Stapleton is singing the national anthem. Uh, the over under is two minutes, five seconds. The over is the odds on favorite. It has been over the last several years. Um, I think it's going to hit over. Two minutes? Yeah, I'm going to go with you when I say over. I'm also going over. Stapleton's got, you know, those pipes that he's just going to see. Like that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> By the dog. Is he going to sing it like Fergie? Sure. God, I hope not. <laughs> um, Next. Super Bowl MVP. Some different odds out there. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the odds-on favorite, plus 125. Patrick Mahomes, plus 135. Then there's a significant jump. Travis Kelsey's plus 1,200. A.J. Brown, plus 1,600. Devontae Smith, 2,800. Hassan Reddick, plus 2,800. Miles Sanders, plus 2,800. Chris Jones, plus 5,000. Isaiah Pacheo, plus 5,000. Jarek McKinnon, plus 6,000. What's MVS at? MVS is plus 7,000. Did you see... Okay, real quick. Did you see the Chiefs... Like, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl thing. And Promo. MVS was the second person. Doesn't that just, like, light you up a little bit? Not really. MVS sucks. <sighs> he had one good game. Yeah. He was on my fantasy team all year, and he sucked. He rode the bench. And then he had a great game that is somehow now worthy of him being part of the promo. Because yeah, he's like the only healthy yeah. receiver. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to go MVS. Big money pick, Sean. Yeah. Shauna. You bet. Sean. Ooh. Kermit the Frog. No, I'm not going to go quarterback. I'm going to go Kelsey. I was also going Travis Kelsey if I was going to put money on this at plus 1,200. Um, I think the Eagles win, so I don't. that's probably not where I'd actually go. But for this pick segment, Could I'm going to go Jason switch. Kelsey. Uh, I don't <laughs> see odds on him. So if you want to, you can. But Do you have a different pen? Sure. I was also thinking Chris Jones. Is, was a... I think I don't have a different pen. Uh, Chris Jones is yeah, plus... Yeah, you said plus 5,000. Yeah, plus 5,000 on Chris Jones. I do not have a different pen, Shauna. Okay. All right, next pick then. Uh, last one of the props that we're going to do. First score method. Field goal is plus 155. Touchdown minus 210. And any other scoring, so safety... Really, be the only one, right? Safety or a defensive touchdown? No, it's well, it's still, still a touchdown. touchdown. Oh, so safety basically is plus 4,000. Hmm. FG, I'm going touchdown. I'm also gonna go touchdown. Okay, well, the pen doesn't work, so we're gonna have to just take the word for it. Just write really hard, you can see it. And yeah. then <laughs> the game itself. We've got the Eagles, currently the favorite. And in this one, I I'm just trying to make sure I get the number right. The Eagles going into the Super Bowl are a one and a half point favorite. 
One and a half, that's it? One and a half. The It opened up initially as the Chiefs being favored, but before the end of uh, championship weekend, it went back towards hmm. the Eagles. I think the Eagles are covering this. Well, I've had a hard time all year spelling Eagles, so I'm going Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Chiefs also. Really? Yep. Any reason other than spelling? Mine's not spelling wise. I just think Chiefs are the Chiefs are the better team. Are you going Eagles, Eric? Yeah, I'm going Eagles. I'm just gonna put E because the pen sucks, and I also don't know how to spell it. So E A G L E S. Yeah, I don't know why, but every single time this entire football season, her L and E get mixed up. I like I've <laughs> spelled it wrong. My brain is always like, yeah, I don't know how to spell this, but like, yeah, I can spell Eagles. So when it comes to write it down. Yeah, I just like, <laughs> when I write it down, I don't know. It never looks right. And then I, yeah. So I've had a hard time spelling Eagles all year. So Chiefs it is. So, Sean, I got to ask your analysis of why Chiefs. Why Eagles? I think, except for the quarterback position, they're better in every front. They're healthier. Right. But I think, like we we had talked about last week, oh, one-legged Patrick Mahomes is the third best quarterback in the league and i think the script writers want any Reid to win so that's what it is here we go again you're just like eric mm. i mean prove me wrong guess we will see what happens on sunday well the, they said the script already got leaked and it's going to be 37 34 and we'll, we'll see the what eagles happens. winning went to it i don't remember if that, if that would prove to be true i don't remember what it was so eric's cheating he's gone off the mm-hmm. okay all right, what else do you need me for? Uh, we need you to talk about our big RPW announcement. Oh, my goodness. So if you don't mind getting your camera out. Oh, I thought I was talking about it. Well, we are, but I want to put it on social media tonight, too. Oh. Um, so big RPW announcements. As, as we usually do, we are going to sponsor a match. Okay, can you not talk about it yet? Because we don't have the camera up yet. Yeah, I'm just leading up to it. Leading up. You can turn it on whenever you're ready. Just give us a cue. <laughs> so we got Carolyn doing the, the video here. Uh, so as always, we are doing, we are sponsoring a match at RPW Extravaganza 2, April 29th, the watering hole. And an extravaganza, it will be. It will be. Uh, special <laughs> announcements where the bell time is starting at 6.30, not 7 o'clock for that match. Whew! And we have a brand new match inspired by Secretary Shauna to nice. announce. For the Cruiserweight Championship, we are going to have a seven-person, 15-minute of chaos. It's the 15-minute chaos match, I think, is what he's calling it. This is for our belt? This yep. is for our belt. Woo! Everyone at the ring at the same time. Seven-person, a Super 7 match. It's going to be Johnny C.K., Kyle Pro, Marman, Preston Palmer, Ragnar, Damian Chambers, and TW3 in a scramble match for the most pinfalls in 15 minutes. Ooh. Whoever has the most pins in the 15 minutes will be declared RPW Cruiserweight Champion. TW3, the reigning champion, has had now two successful title defenses, including Saturday night. He's had no problem defending. No. No problem whatsoever defending. Got a huge win on Saturday. We'll be defending that title as the opening match 
of RPW Extravaganza Ooh. 2 April 29th. Well, thanks, Rich, for planning a uh, for planning a uh, the secretary Sean the shuffle. secretary Sean a shuffle. <laughs> I love it. So that's our big announcement. Cannot wait for April 29th. Yep. Don't get sick this time. Yeah, I, I hopefully I don't. We're gonna put you in a bubble it. the week before. Sure, I'm good with that. Yep. Because this match, I told Rich, I said I watched the Royal Rumble for the first time. And it was a blast and a half and that the last match that tag team won that they just kept sending people in, that that was the most entertaining thing that I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Rich now played the uh, the secretary. Can we, can we, instead of calling it the whatever chaos match or whatever, can we call it the secretary, secretary Sean Shovel? I think I'll talk to him on that, but secretary I don't see why Sean not. Secretary Sean Scramble? Yeah. Oh, the Super 7 Scramble. Secretary Sean is Super 7 Scramble. <gasps> Rich! Rich listens, right? <laughs> yeah, he does. Rich, hear me out. The secretary Shauna Shuffle. <laughs> you you let us know what you think here. I'm for it. Yep. I am too. And also the Marman, he's from Marwaki, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was funny. <laughs> You're pretty excited about that, aren't you? What? The Marman? Yeah. I don't know. I like Johnny CK. He let me hold his Pikachu uh, on Saturday. Yeah, Whatever. Seen that. He let me hold it. It was great. I loved it. Him and I were chilling. And then when he fell out of the ring, Eric and Ramsey were like, give him Evie. Charge him up. Charge him up. And I didn't know what that meant. So I was very stressed. I was just taking selfies with the Pikachu. So. Evie. The Pokemon. <laughs> Ramsey and I did consult uh, Johnny CK after the loss. It was it was a tough. I feel bad, you know. He it was a tough loss for him, mm-hmm. but um, and Johnny awesome CK is a great guy. Awesome. Hopefully, we can get our interview with him. Yeah, we get to successfully mm-hmm. do it now that we've kind of worked out some technology bugs. Yeah. Um, and with that, we just got to close with our bar of the week. And this week, we're staying in the city to pier bar. I've not been to in a long time, but Sidekicks Bar and Grill. Am I done here? You can be. Otherwise, we're just about done anyway. Okay, bye. Bye, Shauna. Bye, friends. I know you'll miss me. Okay, sidekicks. So, sidekicks, what Bar & Grill um, in West Pier is a 4.3 rated bar uh, on Google. Burgers, pizza, are menu staples at this comfy, comfy watering hole with TVs and a casual vibe. Um, great food, great drinks, very much a very relaxed sports bar. Uh, be sure to check them out. They are our bar of the week. Uh, some one, just a couple of reviews. Great Friday fish fry. It gets really busy, so go in earlier. Prepare to wait. Uh, great service. Great food. Another rating here. Uh, love this place. It is my go-to when I visit the pier. Staff are awesome. The only piece of info is that they need that they want to come up with some, um, some outdoor seating, which would be great. Uh, but beyond that, just pretty much kind of a lot of the same. A lot of um, talking about are they actually apparently looks like they do have a summer outdoor patio no nice um so great food fun staff kind of the the universal thing very laid back good atmosphere check it out uh east or west side pier just off of 41 on main so nice little tucked away bar there and with that we just got to talk about what we are rooting for in the upcoming week and sean i'll let you kick this one off I think it's got to be the Super Bowl. That's where I'm going to go because 
you know, I'm excited for to see what what comes of all the commercials on top of Super Bowl. Sure. Or the game itself. I don't really. I could care less about Rihanna doing the halftime show. I don't yeah, if I if it was possible for both teams to lose, I'd prefer that. I I don't have a real rooting interest, but um, my root four on top of the Super Bowl. I'm just the LeBron point watch. I know we kind of got it going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, early score here is eleven to nine. Thunder up. Has not um, scored yet. LeBron has not scored yet. For just about five minutes in. Um, I, obviously that's going to change, but very much just kind of looking forward to seeing. 11-11 game now. Uh, Lakers tied up. LeBron bringing down the court. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of looking forward to you know watching this chase and really watching some history happening, whether it be tonight or Thursday. Three points, bang, first bucket, three pointer by LeBron. Uh, Kareem in the house. Um, I think if this if if the NBA was scripted, they probably have him do it against the Bucks, the two teams Kareem played for. But that would make the most amount of sense. So I think he's going to be just short tonight. What do you think he's going to get, like, 33 to 9, something like that? He'll get right around 30. So that's my watch. Um, Obviously, the Super Bowl should be fun to watch as well, but that's kind of where I'm leaning to. So LeBron gets the shout-out this time. And with that, that is our wrap on our show. Episode 104 is in the books for Justin and Ramsey not here. Sean, who decided to peace out with two minutes left to go. (laughs) And Sean, we're out. See ya. See ya.